hello 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 welcome to there she glows episode seven another episode another gorgeous 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 girl another gorgeous guest um (laughs) i'm good i'm good thank you for the lovely introduction you're also gorgeous um so yeah thank you Okay, so I'm very looking forward to this conversation today. And mm-hmm. um, but before we go any further, uh, any further, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Who is Cassia? Wow, that's such a great question. It's a good, it's a simple yet complex question. Yeah. Um, because first and foremost, Cassia is a child of God. I'm a child of God, born again. Um, who, uh, a woman who loves Jesus so so much without him I don't think I'd be where I am today in my life um, in addition to that I am an entrepreneur I own a company called um, a business called perfectly fixed it's actually a creative agency where we aid uh, small businesses businesses and individuals with uh, their social media strategy content planning um web design seo management anything that you need in terms of digital marketing physical marketing we are basically here to assist you with that in addition to that i am also a youth leader within my local church i'm also uh the uh, co-director of my uh the main choir within my church um in addition to that i'm also a worship leader Yes. Um, so that's Gracia in a nutshell. Pretty simple. Nothing. Nothing extravagant. <laughs> that is huge. Your resume is full. You are. You are very busy. Um, that is amazing. I think I am blessed because ever since I started the podcast, I've been just getting worshippers, worship leaders, and. <laughs> The anointing. I think I'm getting the double anointing. Over amen. Here. Amen. <laughs> I remember I actually had you um, once in 2019. Uh, we did a live on Boca Cosmetics. The title was Let's Be Real or something like that. Yeah, I remember. And the, there was something that you said that drew me actually, like it drew my attention. I'm like, okay this girl has a lot more in her in in her Mm -hmm. and people need to benefit from that there's a lot of things that the lord put in you Mm -hmm. that i'm i want to benefit from it i want to be Uh, blessed by whatever god put inside of you mm -hmm. and there was one thing that you said that it shook me because i was actually going through uh, a season of my life where i was literally changing everything with the year where i got married and Mm -hmm. like everything was changing Mm-hmm. And so to experience that in a way, kind of like, it makes you a little bit um, all over the place. So you yeah. just want to be in one position. And apart from that, you also have things that you've been through. You're thinking about that. You're thinking about mm-hmm. a new season in your life. Yeah. And you said everything that happened to us, that happened to us in the past is no longer an entity that's tangible. Mm, yeah you said <laughs> i wrote it down girl wow um and then you said yeah you were talking about the past and things that happened to us and then you said the past is gone the past is is past yeah we are now new creatures in christ yes. and you said forgive and let go okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like okay i think in this season for me 2023 is 
is a special year because yeah. I feel like the Lord is doing something in this dispensation. Oh, yes. Not only our community, not only our churches, but it's universal. Yes, definitely. You know, you can see in the news like revival going on in the United States, in the Philippines, and mm-hmm. all these things is bringing us back at the feet of the Lord. And as, yes. while we're there, there are things that's happening and we need to focus. And mm-hmm. so now as young Christian, especially young women um, in Christ, we mm-hmm. go through things mm-hmm. that, and especially we are emotional beings. Yeah, okay. yeah, definitely. <laughs> and there is things that we've been through mm-hmm. that it's not easy to just let go and move on. Definitely, yeah. Right? So I think um I want to know first of all, what were we talking about? What was the subject exactly? What were you sharing on? I was sharing uh I was sharing my testimony last time mm-hmm. when we spoke. It was about my testimony and basically a lot of the things that I've gone through that were extremely traumatic. Mm-hmm. Um and by the grace of God, like I, I truly believe that it's a miracle that I'm saying, regardless of the fact that I still had to get some professional help, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, with therapists and, um, you know, submitting myself under people or leadership that I knew that I could be vulnerable with and they could still um, somehow provide me with the proper tools and guide me. Uh, uh, how can I say? It? Yes. Provide me with the proper tools and direct me on the proper path. Um, so that I can, you know, fix my eyes on Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, I would have the ability to find my healing and really understand who I am in him as Cassia, you know. But I think it goes back also when I was sharing my testimony and something that I didn't I didn't share last time is, you know, making sure you have a really good support system. Mm-hmm. Um, I always like in this season for my life, it's just been really about support systems and um being around or letting people in letting people in that see the potential that you are that you that you have Mm -hmm. regardless of the season that you're you're in even in your brokenness right Mm -hmm. um so that's one thing that really helped me um but i do remember last time when we did speak it was just me sharing my testimony and what i've gone through and how how was how i was able to overcome up until then So Um, since then, do you have like, has anything changed since the last time mm -hmm. you had we you had that life with us? Mm -hmm. I think the thing that really changed, uh, just to circle back, is for me was just um, having a really good support system, Mm -hmm. you know, and getting to a point where the word of God ultimately becomes your truth. It's, Mm -hmm. it's literally, it's either the word of God or nothing. Right. Right. So for me, it got to a point where I would take simple Bible verses, such as seek first, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and everything else shall be added onto you. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned something that yes, we are emotional beings and yes, we go through traumatic things and yes, it can be hurtful and it sucks. But what does the Bible say? The Bible also says, come to me all who are weary and I will give you rest. Yes. So sometimes we go through traumatic experiences or we may be done going through a traumatic experience and we're no longer in survival mode. And now we're feeling all the pain and yeah. all we're, we're, we're thinking about, oh my God, how could this person do this to me? Or yeah. I should have said this and retaliated you know Mm -hmm. but it's like what does the bible say the 
the Bible says, sometimes says that, you know, sometimes we have to stay silent and God himself will defend us. You know, sometimes it takes us to have a heart posture where we truly have the perspective of Christ and we look at our offenders at the point where like, oh, maybe that person went through something and that's all they know. That's all that's all they know how to treat people and how to project onto people. Now we take it upon ourselves to pray for the person and um forgive the person doesn't necessarily mean that we're gonna reintroduce them back into our lives oh no they're gonna have (laughs) access but Mm -hmm. the bible says what to forgive forgive because if we don't forgive then christ himself won't forgive us right we don't want to leave the fate of our salvation in our unforgiveness no (laughs) we need to forgive so for me up until that up until now it just got to i just had to learn how to forgive Um, and heal become whole and also allow God to take my dark seasons for him to take my ash and turn it into beauty for him to take some of the messes that I've been through and turn it into a message a testimony Mm -hmm. um, for me to use my testimony to empower other people and let them know that hey you know yes maybe you did go through something traumatic but you can come out of it because you know I went through this and here's the example that I went through and you know I just use my example now as a testimony Mm -hmm. and you know even when it comes to starting my business um it 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 was hard at first but then you know every single day you're like you close a deal and you're like oh my god god you're really Mm -hmm. with me on this you're really like I'm actually doing it and you know I just use my life now to glorify God um and I think it's also coming into alignment with the word of God Mm -hmm. and really understanding, okay, God, I may be going through this, but what did you say about my life? Did you call me into ministry or did you, do you want me to do maybe this program or are you calling me to start a business? So it, it, it really took me, I had to get to a point where I had to realign my thought process. I had to realign my thoughts with the word of God. Mm-hmm. I had to posture and really submit, um, you know, to God and really let the Lord really lead my life and, and justify me and elevate me in his due time um, and be content. Yeah. I think that's yeah. one thing I would say is also understanding the importance of being content in Christ. So it's been a, a really silent season where, you know, I'm not always I'm there online but I'm not like hey <laughs> right you but know it, it, it gets like that sometimes yeah where, it does like everything is just silent yeah like, it does it <laughs> you're does just like God is, are you talking to me like yeah you know, it's silent and I think there is um there's always a purpose there's always a, Definitely. a reason why we go through what we go through yeah and yeah. even me, I shared recently, actually, I shared my testimony that it was years and years and mm-hmm. years coming because I've been feeling like I have, okay, I think it was in 2013 where okay. I really got involved in the, no, 2012, I really got involved in the church. Mm-hmm. And now every year, um, it was the New Year's, every New Year's, the service, uh, people will testify, you know, yeah. from the uh, uh, January to December, what the Lord did for me, and yeah. people would testify <laughs> and sing and all that. And every time someone would testify, and I'm, I'll tell myself, 
I have something to testify about. Yes. But I just felt like it wasn't the time. It just mm. never felt like I could do it. Like it's not mm-hmm. in my heart, deep down in my heart, I felt like it's not the right time. It's not the right time. Every year, it's not the right time. Eight years passed by. It's not the right time. Mm. I'm like, when, where, <laughs> when is the right time? I mean, I mean, just to add on to that, I mm. think when we look at like the life of David, Mm. and we look at the life of joseph right. you know they had something in them especially joseph us bible readers we know their stories like the back of our hand but it's like the lord gave joseph a vision mm. right and obviously he shared the vision with his brothers and he shared the vision with his uh, father and then he got hated on by his brothers he got sold right. he had the gift he had the ability to testify. He had the ability to testify and say that God showed me that I would be great among my 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 family. But sometimes what happens is that the Lord allows us to go through that silent season. Mm. Because if we share certain things that the Lord may be doing in us right now, it could be premature. Yeah. Too early. You know, it could be early, but then we look at Joseph, as I was saying, he went through everything that he went through and he became like the prime minister of Egypt. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then from there, obviously, because of his accolades and the exposure that he had gotten by the grace of God, we now know that, hey, he, he we now know his testimony that he was sold by mm-hmm. his brothers. Mm-hmm. And then the Lord was with him and taught him what he needed to learn during that journey. He ended up in prison and then he became the prime minister of a whole entire nation. So okay. I think the Lord allows us to go through that silent lesson, that silent season in order for us to learn lessons, mm-hmm. um, in order for our testimony to be robust in due season. Yes, yes. Because I think sometimes it's not really that you really want to testify to give glory to God. Most of the time you want to testify and talk about what has been going on with you. Maybe it's because of yourself. You yeah. want to show up. You want to show someone. It's or carnal. People. Yeah. Mm. You see? And then when you go, like I was saying, like around all the, uh, 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 during that, that, those years, I was just waiting, 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 waiting. And it was just 2021 mm. where the Lord gave me a platform. It was not like, Sister Georgia, come and testify. It was, you are preaching. <laughs> Mm. Mm. <laughs> which i would have never thought in my whole life come like, on i'm preaching yeah and the lord just speak i was actually thinking i'm like okay what am i going to preach about what am mm. i going to say what am i i'm thinking of different things and the lord just speaks to me like your testimony is a preaching in itself amen and so when i shared my testimony um now it had so much impact from from my perspective a lot of young women reached out to me i yes. was going through this i was going through yeah. depression i also oh my goodness what you said i went through mm-hmm. the same thing and now you can actually see that i was going through that season even the season where i thought okay my testimony is closed and sealed i have it all from from the beginning to the end no even that season there was a testimony cooking around that yeah. season yeah you see so that season of quietness the lord was preparing something teaching me different things and and giving me wisdom so that the Mm -hmm. day that i would speak about what i spoke about maybe that happened in high school that yeah in continuity when i was in college 
Yes. When I finished college, when mm-hmm. I received in the when I was new in the ministry so it was just like dragging on dragging on and then you know like I was saying our testimonies there's always a purpose Definitely. you might be going through whatever you're going through right now you might not understand it but there there is a, 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 a purpose there is a, a specific someone that yeah. might will be going through the same thing and yes. it will only take you to really understand how what that person is feeling yeah it, it, and and it takes you to overcome certain seasons yeah. um and by overcoming i mean like you go through it you have a heart posture that glorifies god no matter what mm. um you know and and when you come out of it you have a testimony <laughs> you right. know you go through it and you understand that no 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 i need to go through this because there's a certain demographic of people that are going through it that need the tools and resources of how i came out of it so right. i can share it with them right? right so i truly believe like you said yes there is purpose behind everything we go through there's pain there's purpose in pain right this purpose and pain even jesus jesus you know he went through pain he had to die on the cross in order for us to have eternal life in order for us to have access to the father his mission right. his pain was dying on the cross and then entering into glory right yeah. so i it's even with women you know we hear the stories of women that give birth they say it is a painful process but the end result is rewarding re- rewarding yeah you know and it's a testimony in itself <laughs> yes wow it is amazing because mm-hmm. i remember um there was i think i was in high i know i was in college and there was a situation that happened to me i'm sharing this because we talk about yes forgive and let go and forget, <laughs> forget about it you know yeah. you know god you know it's all, all these things that we're saying it's easier said than done you know yeah. even <laughs> <laughs> yes we're now talking about it but when you are in that position it's like you're telling yourself nobody will understand yeah um i was in college actually there was one guy um because i did i did aesthetics right yes so there was a guy that um he does like magazines or whatever um my one of my friend introduced me to the person because the person mm-hmm. does magazines and um said that oh no i have this girl she's a makeup artist and whatever so then she put me in contact with the guy and he he told me about the schedule okay you're going to do makeup for the models and all that stuff i said okay no problem but this is how much i charge yeah and because i was in school i was still learning so i don't give the i didn't we didn't give full prices you know because mm-hmm. in case you mess up yeah um, <laughs> and so the the day comes i go to the studio i did the makeup everything that i had to do and so i asked for the money i'm like okay i'm done my job i'm about to leave now so he made me understand that okay um there's so much happening right now um in the studio mm. uh, can you like when you get home call me and then i'm going to arrange something so yeah i can pay you mm-hmm. like, okay no problem at all you know when you're in school you're not really like 
I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's you're like, like okay, you may yeah. not know the you may not know the ins and out of business. Right. Like, okay. <laughs> you're still learning the that yeah. business side of it. Okay, no, no problem. I go home, and then the next day, the person says to me, "Okay, when you're done school, come by. We're gonna meet at the subway station. Mm-hmm. No problem. Innocent Georgia comes in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I go. Um. Okay. And then I'm like, okay, where are you at the 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 subway, subway station? Bref, he kept telling me, okay, go to the end of the street. I'm there. Oh okay, my no, God. go to the end of the street. <laughs> I'm there. Oh and I'm God. there, like, following every single thing this guy's telling me. And then he goes, you see the build <laughs> this place? Come, I'm going to be at the lobby. I'm like, oh my okay. God. All right. So then I go to the lobby, and he goes, um, actually, my wife just left, and I... I'm with the kids, so I can't come downstairs. Can you come upstairs? Mm-hmm. Quite anything, you know. Mm-hmm. I go upstairs, and then I go in. He was there with his friend. I didn't see no kids. Mm. There was no kids. There was pictures of kids all over the walls, but there was no kids. And so I'm like, okay, I'm here to take the money and whatever. He's like, okay, let me talk to one of my friends that came to see me, and then I'll give you the money. Mm-hmm. He goes in the bedroom with this girl, and then I'm like, wait, wait a minute, what? <laughs> and then everything started like, you know, coming back to my head. I started thinking straight. I'm like, well. Are they in the bedroom? Anyways, that was like 45 minutes. So the guy that was there, we were just talking and normal. He comes out and he's like, okay, let me go talk to you outside. So we go outside and then we take the elevators. Mm-hmm. Okay. And instead of pressing like G, he pressed like 13 or something like that. I'm like, okay, why are you, you know, mm-hmm. where, what, why are we going to the 13 level? He said, no, I have a friend that I want to pick up something over there. I'm like, okay, no problem. Then we get off the 13th floor. We are walking towards the staircase. I'm like, wait, what? Um, why are we going this way? He goes, um, no, because it was the 12th floor. It's downstairs. Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> Girl, (laughs) okay, no problem. And then we get there. He opens the door and he stands there. Like, um, he goes, "Come here, come." I'm like, "What?" He's like, "No, stop! All of these girls, they do it." I'm like, "Do what?" you know do what he goes no let's you know it's you know just be just relax. It's nothing. I'm gonna pay you back. I'm like, I did not come for this thing. At that point, Gracia, I was mm-hmm. like freaking out. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to say, what to do, what. I'm just like, I came to take my money. And then he goes, then uh, um, why? when I called you, why did you come there? I'm like, I didn't come here to do whatever you're thinking that I came here to do. I came right. to take the money that I worked for. Right, right. He goes, well, you have to, can you just do this? You know what we're talking about. Wow. So then, yeah. And then I'm like, you know what? I lost so much respect for you because I was looking, I was thinking, you know, a young man like you doing business in this, you know, in, in Canada, you know, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. it's a big deal to do, to even open a business here. So I'm like, I, w- I had so much respect for you. You know what? Keep the money and you don't have to give it to me anymore. And I just, yeah. he was, he was pushing me towards him oh and God. I pushed him back. I don't know where I got mm-hmm. this transform. 
I ran and when I got downstairs I was just like throwing up I didn't know what mm. like I'm like oh my gosh and so mm. situations like that yes forgive okay yeah I went to church it was the year actually I, I started going to church I went to church I talked to my brother about it and he my brother is all about forgive and forget and let yeah go. forgive and forget <laughs> and let go yeah like, okay okay and then I think that I forgave because I was hearing that all the time when I talk about the situation yeah and I was actually praying about it you know I want to forgive and all mm-hmm. that and let me tell you how God will test you one day Mm. I was in the subway. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you saw him. <laughs> he walked in the subway. <laughs> Everything I was feeling that day came, came back. back. Oh, I had oh a panic God. attack. I felt anger. I felt all type of emotions. And mm. my brother was there. I was just like freaking out. I'm like, we have to get out. We have to get out. We got we had to get out of the, mm. the, the subway. It wasn't even our station. Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you're like, okay, forget, forgive and all that. It's not easy. No, it, it's it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. But the thing is when you forgive and you let go and you ch- you deliberately choose to forget, you're not doing it for the other person. You're doing it for yeah. you. You're regaining your power because mm-hmm. what happens in that moment when you saw the individual, you had a power a panic attack. At that moment, unfortunately, he had some sort of power over power. you right versus if you saw him and it's like oh hey how are you good to see you that person would have been like (laughs) you know right exactly like hey how are you good to see you okay Mm. it's been a while how's everything okay good say good say okay not like how are you now i'm honestly i think i think i'm the type of person you would me personally like i'm i'm the type of person i've gotten to a level where i know if i know that you've hurt me i'm Mm -hmm. not gonna i am gonna say hi i'm gonna say how are you it's been a while nice to see you and i'm gonna go about my day why because number one it's like yes we're children of god but my hi or me asking you how you're doing doesn't necessarily mean that i'm opening up a door to have some sort of relationship with you it's actually me telling you that i'm over the situation and that you no longer have power over me you could have done what you did but you no longer have power over me but go ahead (laughs) i think no 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 we're just having a conversation i i think it depends on situation definitely definitely i think you know if we if it was a girlfriend like we went we went at it like we're no longer friend and something happened between us if i see you i'm gonna say hi but like if it's someone that tried to rape me i mean in that case i wouldn't say to each their own but in that case i would say don't give him like just if it's a person that tried to rape you and i've been victim of sexual assault sexual abuse Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i remember i think the thing that i did is i called up the person that sexually assaulted me and i told him straight up i'm like you know what i forgive you i've moved on with my life and i told the person straight up i told them like life is short but eternity is very long Mm so however you're leading your life right now you need to repent and give your life to jesus but Mm -hmm. i have nothing against you i've moved on um 
but it doesn't mean that you can call me up and my, the funny thing is it's like not the funny thing is but it's a family member you know so it's it's mm. a it's not like i'm gonna give them the, they can't they if they call me today i'm not gonna answer because there's nothing to talk about there are boundaries right. that i've set but if i do see the person i haven't seen them in years but if i do see the person Hi, how are you? How have you been? Okay, c'est bon, c'est bon. I move on with my day. I think, is it because it's family too, though? Because... Um, I think, personally, I, like I said at the beginning of our convo, you know, the word of God, we stand on the word of God. Mm. You know, the Bible says forgive. It, it doesn't give us, like, oh, you have to forgive this way or that way. It says mm-hmm. legit, legitimately forgive right. so that your Father in Heaven can also forgive you. So, like I said, it doesn't mean we're opening up a door um, to have relationships with people who have offended us. But the Bible also does say, like, pray for your enemies or pray for those who persecute you and love your enemies, right? And the love of Christ forgives and forgets. Yes, yes. I agree. I think (laughs) if I give you certain, like, scenarios... Yeah. Maybe. Okay. So if like you forget, you know, and at the stage in in the in this story particularly mine, mm-hmm. if I see him today, I won't feel anything because you know it's been like twelve years or whatever. Like I'm healed. I'm uh, forgive. I forgave and whatever. Mm-hmm. But in a situation where you're still in your healing process, mm-hmm. and then this guy doesn't even acknowledge what he did and goes around mm-hmm. and talks about you, Ooh. you know, like in a situation. Like that, like because we do have people that go through like yeah. sexual, all these things, and they are still in the healing process. And while mm-hmm. they're on the healing process, it just goes from worse to worse. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if if I have to address somebody that's in their healing process and they've been through that, like number one thing I would say is like I sympathize, you know, and I I, I know how you feel. And number two, the thing I would say is like you know we have the law like the law is there to work on our behalf like if you need to put a restraining order on the person mm. put a restraining order on the person you know um let's not the swamp african in the sense where it's like no there are systems in place where if you know this person is in your entourage don't, don't whatever and you don't feel safe around this person because you know they're a predator during your healing process there are things that you can do you can get a restraining order you can get some professional help see a psychologist a christian counselor mm. you know um to heal one thing i would say is pray the bible says what well, cast your cares and your burdens onto god like i'm constantly repeating this bible verse for some reason and maybe it is for somebody today but like you know cast your cares on and your burdens onto god and then understand that that ugly situation that happened does not define you Mm. that ugly situation where people are this person did something very wrong to you and now they're going around spreading rumors and they're labeling you and he's making up lies to cover up his tracks let me remind you like in your healing process you need to remind yourself that whatever he's doing to tarnish your reputation although you are the victim does not define you and it's not the final say when it comes to who you are because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day it's god who has the final say right so 
that's one thing I would tell somebody who's who's gone through it freshly. I would tell them also like make sure you're around you're in an environment where healing is available for you you know Mm -hmm. um and that means being around people that will allow you to be vulnerable yeah to be surrounded by them well surrounded and i think i really love what you said earlier you said to get professional help you know it's very important um, a lot of people don't think that this is an option and they don't even think about it or they don't take it seriously. It is important to talk to someone. Some people may, you know, you could be um, surrounded by your family members or your friend, your really good friend that are there to help you. But there are situations where um, I have this specific girl that actually the next episode it will be her um mm. she has no one like her family she's as uh, she went to school in south africa she has absolutely no one and there is a man of god that was abusing of her and she's oh. gonna share it in the next episode and so someone like that and how i got to know this girl is through my testimony mm. when it was shared on the on social media she reached out to me and so a person like that that does not have her family member around her she just she traveled for school and she feels trapped in Mm -hmm. a situation where she feels ashamed to talk about because no one will believe you and sometimes no one will believe you that this guy or this and it happens often in family with family members you know some people die with that those uh things in their hearts or they grow they go through depression then nobody knows why because you can imagine if I tell my mom, if I tell my dad, no one will believe me. And so you die within, uh, you die with it uh, inside. And so that's why I'm saying, yes, pray. God is there uh, uh, for you, you know. Um, uh, there's the, the word of God, read the word of God. But don't also forget to, to seek help, like professional help. Very important. Yes, it is very important. So important. And yeah, anybody listening if you're going through that right now and you need someone to talk to and you don't feel like you don't have anybody else it is very important to see like there's nothing wrong with it to see someone that can help you honestly i mean they can send us a dm and we can provide them with resources yeah um so that they don't feel you know alone and i and i think it just goes back to saying georgia like now that we know that you know people are going through it i think with people who are listening today's podcast i feel like I hope that we understand that we now have a responsibility to be there for people that go through these things Mm -hmm. and to understand that, you know, somebody could be going through those, uh, whatever it might be. But I think it's also being a person that sympathizes with people and also getting to a point where on a vraiment cet esprit de discernement to the point where God can show you like hey this person is going through it and then you just go have a simple conversation and you let the Lord use you as a vessel to bring forth healing in the life of that person mm-hmm. because they may not feel comfortable to open up they may feel guilty they may feel ashamed may I think as children of God or as servants of God we need to also be uh, um how can I say? We need to be available to be used by God at that kind of Right. Right. So. And that's why I think our generation, when I look around, really, and I, I personally decided to take a, a break with social media this mm-hmm. year. Yes. I'm trying, girl, because it's not easy. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I, I look around and I see that 
a person would say that they're serving God only when they have a microphone in their hands, mm-hmm. when they're putting videos up and preaching and all these things that people are doing. It's not bad, but God can use you with just a word of encouragement to somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, just make yourself available. When we say make yourself available for the Lord to use you, it's not that you're gonna hold your Bible and go out and begin to preach and prophesy. It could be someone just saying, "I feel sad," and that's your opportunity to go yeah. and share the Word of God. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, never be in a situation where you're like, "Okay, I'm just waiting for Sunday when I'm gonna go and serve no. God." No, no, it's mm-hmm. a everyday thing. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. Being it's a, a servant, it's a lifestyle. It's literally sometimes, you know, you wake up and the Lord tells you something and you know that you have a particular assignment throughout the week. And it's so funny that you say that. I, I had an experience just this week, actually, where um, I was asking the Lord about specific things about like, you know, my life, my future ministry. And I was just asking God, like, hey, God, you know, you said these things. So what's going on? Like, you know, and it wasn't in a position. It wasn't in a manner where it was like complaining. It was like, okay, God, how do you want me to be positioned? So I'm ready to receive it. Is there something that I'm doing now that you're not approving of? Or is there something like in the spiritual realm that I need to pray about? Like, do I need to fast? Whatever it might be. And I was just asking God like deliberate questions and it was extremely intentional. And I kid you not, it was so simple. A friend of mine posted something in their stories. I responded and it was a repost. And my friend was like, okay, reach out to this person if you have questions in regards to what was posted. I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. I reached out to the person who posted um, what they posted online. And it was pretty intriguing because I had some questions and it was pretty debatable, debatable, sorry. Mm -hmm. And I asked my question and he answered. And I was like, okay, good answer. I understand. Thank you. And literally the person goes, by the way, um, he started asking me personal questions. And that's when I knew I'm like, oh, we just tapped into the prophetic. What's going on here? And like, I felt it in my spirit. The way he was asking were very simple, but I felt like the Holy Spirit literally told me like, you've now now entered into a prophetic conversation. I'm like, okay, cool. So this person started asking me questions about Um, my origin, my parents, and uh, the number of siblings I have. Because he, a few days ago, while during the days I was asking about um, certain things, he received a message from the Lord saying, you're going to have a conversation with Cassia and um, her dad, like her, she has this many siblings. And these are the instructions that she needs in order to get to the next level of her life. Exactly what I was asking. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like, I kind of, kind of like how we're going back to it. It's a lifestyle. It's not just about waiting for Sunday. It's about being available to Mm -hmm. serve others. Right. And in the scenario of those who are going through unbearable situations, when Mm -hmm. it comes to rape or sexual abuse or abuse in general, I think as vessels of God, we need to make ourselves available available to be the solution through the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit so that they may find the answers that they need in a particular season. And that's exactly what happened to me. So I know if it can happen to me and I wasn't even going to God about, oh my God, this happened to me. I was going to God about God, what's the next step for 2023? What are you saying about this topic, that topic? Et l'éternel a suscité quelqu'un 
pour me donner une réponse. And I think to those people that are listening, I want you to, I want to challenge you and say like, make yourself available to the Lord. And I know mm-hmm. that you're going through pain. I know that you're asking questions. I know that you're, you may be confused or you may be wondering what's next. When you, when you go to the throne of God sincerely and intentionally believing that he will answer, just make yourself available to receive from the Lord yeah. and be ready to receive from the Lord because yes the Lord can speak through to us through encounters dreams and visions but he can also use regular regular people with a specific mm. a specific gift or a specific grace to speak to you or yeah. to give you a solution or to bring forth the healing that you need you know yeah. or yeah. to impart that deliverance that you may need so I think it's also important to change your environment Oh yeah, your environment. You have to de- like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I always ask God. I remember I once I asked God for a graceful as exit in a in a, in a um, relationship, mm. and it's so crazy that sometimes we think that okay, you, you sometimes we pray, huh? we yeah. actually go in prayer, but we don't believe, we don't have faith in what we're saying, we don't mm. have faith in what we're asking god it's almost like you're thinking that okay this is too hard for god there's nothing too hard for god and there's nothing too difficult for god oh yeah so when you go into prayer you have to believe in what you're asking god you oh, yeah. can pray for these things you know i always tell people like it could be something i use i well i used to pray i was to actually ask the holy <laughs> spirit what do i wear today or mm. how do i do my hair it, yeah. it was crazy like that and mm-hmm. you see like the next day someone does the same thing that I did you know it's, it's small mm-hmm. things like that is very important yeah so if you can separate yourself with that environment that is toxic or that is always uh, uh, reminding you of that particular situation mm-hmm. I think it's very important to literally just change the, yeah the environment it, of course I mean like it's kind of like if you're constantly exposing yourself to junk food you're not your body yes right. it may be functioning but it may not be at its optimal level you know it may yeah. not be healthy so going through like an environmental detox obviously is super super important um you know um and being around people that love god or that are healthy and that are you know that are striving you are a product of your environment mm-hmm you know and i really love what you said like getting out of the environment that toxic is really really important and it may not be easy it may be scary <laughs> oh yes it's not easy it may, it's not easy it may be scary it is easier said than done mm-hmm. um but it is necessary but one thing i would say is if you really want to get to a place where you are better and you will fight for your healing you will fight to be in a place where you're better um for example for me i remember when i started taking therapy extremely seriously it was a very hard process it was a very uncomfortable process and i would be uh and this was during covid and i'd be speaking to my te- therapist with like tears running down my face mm. feeling the pain like the pain is there i can feel it but i would tell my like i would look at my therapist in the eyes obviously through the screen because it was during covid mm. and i would tell them like i'm determined to get better even mm. though i feel this way i'm determined to get better i know that i will get better i don't feel it but i know i will get better 
and to share a testimony i remember i've gone to a place where i had to stop therapy because i i i'm now better um Mm. and i've had that conversation with my therapist you know they called to check up and they're like hey how's it going and i told them like you know i feel extremely better um i've now chosen to subtract myself from kind of like you said situations and people Mm -hmm. um so that i can be better and i've gotten to a point where now i understand that people who choose to Uh, be abusive they choose to be abusive but I choose to lean on God I choose to not let their choices affect me I choose to be a better person I choose not to let their actions define me as a person I am not a victim Um, Mm -hmm. maybe just you know at the wrong place at the wrong time but it is not my portion so I think it it, for me it got to a point where because I was now exposed by having a really good um, support system being in a really good environment having a good support system even when it comes to the people around me who pray for me and intercede for me I've gotten to a point where it's like okay yeah things are really better and I am now feeling that I am a product of my environment in a good manner because I am in a good place Um, (laughs) yeah Yeah. yes ma'am that is that is amazing honestly this uh, anybody listening and if you're crying while listening to this podcast I really pray that you get to this point where you're like I am the product of my environment yeah. in a good way yes yes this is <laughs> yes. what we want and I think um, earlier this week I was just scrolling on on Instagram actually for the podcast and there's a girl I forgot her Instagram name but she was saying something about have you realized that at some age some friendship don't it doesn't it just stops making sense mm, yeah like you're like when you're like 22 there's some relationship that just it doesn't make sense anymore like 25 26 yeah, it yeah. Just, it's just it gets just boring mm-hmm. you know and that's what i think like when you look around you and do you see where you want to be i guess what i'm trying to say is that mm-hmm surround yourself if you don't know how to surround yourself with good people try to see around you the people that you are around Mm -hmm. would you do wait how can i say this (laughs) (laughs) are they helpful to you like do you see yourself in them or is there something that you would like to achieve that they have or something that they have that you don't in a good way you know, do they motivate you to to your purpose? Do they motivate you to pray? Do they motivate you mm-hmm. in your destiny, in your calling? Do they motivate you? And I always tell people that I rather surround myself with people that deny my level. Like I'm every day like trying to understand like what is it, what what are they saying? You know, mm-hmm. like people that are way above my age, oh, yeah. people that are ways wiser than I am so that I can get something from them when you're in a a friendship or relationship that is not beneficial to your to your spirit to your destiny to your eternal to your eternity Mm -hmm. that's your cue you're now well surrounded yeah yeah I, I I do agree with you you know sometimes I listen to not sometimes all the time I listen to podcasts of like entrepreneurs and other businessmen or women and they talk about they say that they don't like being the smartest person in the room mm. 
they rather be in a room where they're learning and they rather be in a room where maybe they may be making one hundred thousand dollars they want to be in a room where there's millionaires and billionaires right. so that he can he or she can understand how did they, they they get to that status yes mm-hmm. i'm making this amount of money but how can i get to that status how can right. i increase the revenue within my business or how can i get to where i need to get to in ministry and um I do believe in that concept that if you are the smartest one in the room, okay, glory to God. But make sure if you are that person that's smart, the smartest one in the room, make sure that you're also cultivating and pouring into others. Mm. But make sure you're also in a room where you're not the smartest one in the room and Mm. where you can glean and receive from those that are smarter than you. Right. Right. So I think it's just about positioning yourself, knowing where you need to be, networking, And even when it comes to friendships, you know, um, for me, when it comes to my friendships, I really prayed about it. Um, Like there are some friendships where it's like I look at it now and I'm like, um, huh. Yeah, it was great for a season. Not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Not anymore. And you know, it's not because um, there's something wrong with you or with the person. It's nothing like that. No, not at all. It's just just you've outgrown each other. Exactly. Right? Or the person or the person or God needs that person. It's it's somewhere else within their life, within their season. Um, but when I did find myself in, in a position where I was like, oh gosh, I don't have friends. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, whoa, God, what's going on here? Um, I prayed. I prayed. I was like, God, I want um, friends around me, people around me, les gens de destinée. Yeah. Um, destiny friends. Destiny friends. It wasn't like, and I didn't give God like, they have to be like this. I just told God I need friends of destiny um, to the point where it's like I can go to them and I could be like, hey guys, like this is what the Lord is telling me to do. It's And it's crazy. Like we're operating in crazy faith right now. And they're like, yeah, let's go we're with you yes. and I can count them like in one hand like I don't have like a lot of friends but I know that the girls that I have around me or the people that I have around me ce sont les gens de destinée yes. and there are people that will intercede with me and pray with me I remember I was going through a season I think it was the year last year the year before I had some I got some really bad news from the doctor and mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends, she was in the, she was on the verge of entering into a new season of her life, and within that season, she literally took a whole entire month to pray and fast with me. Wow! And it wasn't no like, oh, we're just you know, no social media. No, it was like five a.m. morning prayers, mm. no food until a specific hour for a whole entire month until we were able to see results. Um, wow. in terms of like the miraculous and me getting healed so mm-hmm. those are the people you want around you guys <laughs> yeah those are the friends that you, that's a friend you know and it's not always la da you know the your there's i mean the destiny your friends are destiny are the ones who can rebuke you and tell you hey get Girl, it together. i was just thinking the same <laughs> thing <laughs> Yes, go ahead, preach. Yeah. Your friends are destiny, uh, are people that can rebuke you and tell you, hey, get it together. Like, mm-hmm. you remember who you are and you need to continue to walk in your lane. Like, this is not de Dieu. Ça, c'est yeah. pas comme ça. Et toi aussi, you as an individual, you have to be humble enough. Mm-hmm. 
to be like it's not to be like oh my god who do you think you are you can't talk to me right. like that no you have to be humble enough to be like oh wow okay mon ami vient de démontrer que j'ai un défaut that i have uh, 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 that i don't have maybe good character or whatever it might be i need to adjust because let me tell you something real friends tell you how it is real friends exactly. tell you the truth exactly. even even if it hurts yeah. th- those are real friends and they're the type of people that will tell it to you to your face versus going behind your back and complaining to other people mm-hmm. right so when i found myself with girl sisters that are able to tell me how it is you know and be like hey Cassia we don't like this or I don't like this I didn't appreciate this can you please fix up or no you got to get it to, you need to get it together for where you're about to go for who you're about to be mm. become I appreciate them so mm. much because I know that if I fall short they'll have the ability to tell it to me to my face as it is versus going behind my back and gossiping right, right. so and I bless the Lord because he really did answer my prayer for me to have genuine, authentic, amazing friends that I consist that I consider as sisters um and that are really truthful towards me and that support me and vice versa. Um you, you don't find that a lot these days. No, you don't find that yeah. a lot these days, but mm-hmm. I have I have crazy faith to the point where it's like if I if I go to God, you know, I ask for something, he is my father. If I go to God, I ask for something. I truly believe that he will provide. Yeah. Um that those are the friends that you 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 place a you place an order in heaven. You you then yeah, you, get, the, you can't you. find them just like this. You have thank to place you. an order. You have to place an order in heaven <laughs> and the Lord will tell you how many days. He will deliver. Days. He will deliver. Definitely. Those are the ones. Yes. Those are the and ones. And I was thinking to myself actually survivors, people that have been have been through a lot, have been through a lot of traumatic experiences in their lives. Mm-hmm. Um develop what what I I did which is trust issues, right? Oh. And <laughs> you don't even <laughs> You don't know who you can talk to. It's like you're paranoid almost. Yeah. You have all these walls up mm. and you might even let a good thing go. And yeah. so when that's why I said in the beginning that you have to believe in your prayer. So if you yeah. go on your knees and ask God for friends, for friends of destiny, you have to believe that mm. he will send them to you. And yes. when he sends them to you, you have to be able to bring all those walls down. Yes. Because what happens is people that have been hurt, they tend to hurt other, other people. people. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. without knowing. Of course, sometimes and and it's really interesting that you said that because I think what's really what we lack of what I've noticed in our generation and this is not to oh my god like no I think it's more so like hey I, there's a there's an issue here it's like we lack sometimes self to be self-aware and mm-hmm. I went through that you know where it's like I've been so hurt da 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 and I'm projecting but I'm not aware that I'm projecting mm. right yeah. uh, and it took pe- my support system or people around me to be like hey Cassia like you're rude like you're projecting and we understand okay. that you were a victim but you need to fix up and it's like oh my gosh like mm-hmm. okay and that it goes back to being humble right to being mm-hmm. oh I'm, my actions are hurting them yeah. so you have to like come on did you do affair comme and like you need to look inside of you and be like okay why am i hurting other people right <laughs> why right. am i rude is it because of this and then you tackle the issue tackle the root 
but trust issues i think it can be fixed you know like you said you get on your knees you believe that the lord is going to provide you with your friends of destiny but when it comes to tackling trust issues you got to start trusting in god Mm -hmm. right and it's so funny because (laughs) the more you trust in god the more like wow the more you trust in God and you open up to God, he's going to heal your heart to, to the point where you mm-hmm. never have trust issues. Because yes. trust issues is an issue of the heart. Yes. Only he can fix the issue. Only can the he can fix the issue of the heart. Yes. So if you're unable to open up to God, you won't be able to open up to people. And even if you think that you're opening up to people, there's still going to be a certain barrier like you mm-hmm. can yeah or you may be trusting in people or going to people for the wrong reasons seeking right. seeking for people to fill that void that only god can fill right i mm-hmm. i think it goes hand in hand in with what i was just thinking um you know trust god yeah oh sorry i thought it hung up um <laughs> trust, <laughs> trust god um in this process of you healing uh, oh, yeah. with your heart like oh yeah you know a lot of people say oh my heart and i'm protecting my heart so then trust god with your heart with and your when heart. you trust god with your heart yeah okay and you believe you have faith in what uh, um you ask god because the bible says ask and you will receive your, your father that is, that is heaven you know and i wanted to add something i did see people having friends of destiny but it didn't last why Mm -hmm. because we think because i prayed for this person to come in my life they are supposed to carry me on their back sometimes it's vice versa yeah sometimes they are not perfect they might be also going like it's like you guys meet in the middle course you're there when you say friends of destiny you're there to help each other each other so yeah. you can't think that the problems that you had is bigger than everybody like you yeah. know and um it goes back to the bible does say you know trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding we um but yes it's and it's good you know you prayed for your friends of destiny god has provided it to you Um, but we need to understand that we're not perfect. We're all flawed. We're all broken people striving to be perfect like Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and we cannot be selfish in a relationship when it comes, even when it comes to romantic relationships or relationships of friendship. We cannot be uh, selfish. We don't go into certain, we don't go into relationships only to receive. Right. We also go into relationships to give. And we need to understand that. So if the Lord has provided you with your friend of destiny and you're only here trying to receive from that person, only trying to receive, 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 you're draining that person and you're right. being kind of selfish you know and if you're going into a relationship and you're constantly giving 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 then there is an issue then you need to kind of readjust and another thing i would say is don't put people on a pedestal put christ on a pedestal right yes the lord has provided you with your friend of destiny but it doesn't mean that they need to be on the pedestal of your heart christ Mm. needs to be on the pedestal of your heart Mm. when christ is on the pedestal of your heart even if you're dealing with things and you're going through things if somebody if your friend of destiny comes to you and they're like this is what i'm going through you're not going to stop them and be like yeah me too i've been going through this no 
you're actually gonna have sympathy you're gonna listen listen gonna oh my god them. wait 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 <laughs> i don't know but when you come out of a, a period or a season of your life where you had you know you're just entering your healing season mm-hmm. that period is the worst personally because <laughs> you're just like numb to everybody's else everybody's feelings yeah like it's just me me yeah me and yeah. <laughs> that's crazy yeah. and that's when you start projecting like the ugliest attitude exactly it took me years Mm. to literally see within me and and realize that oh my gosh i am such an ugly person <laughs> and when you come to that realization that's where grace comes in mm. the grace of god comes in for you to repent for you to say sorry yes. to god yes. or to the people around you and then for you to readjust mm-hmm. and for you to become now the best version of yourself yes and sometimes in in friendships or even relationships sometimes it won't be 50/50 and i think not. that's the mistakes that we make we think that okay because we're in a relationship because we're in friendship it has to be 50/50 i called mm-hmm. her yesterday she has to call me today sometimes mm-hmm. you're going to have to do all the work yes. sometimes it's going to be a hundred you sometimes yeah. it's going to be 80 80 20 sometimes that's just how it's going to be and, and like you said don't put your friends or whatever on the on pedestal, a pedestal. Yeah. yeah and like i think this is one thing i really want to say or share um with everybody listening today is let the holy spirit pour into you oh yes when you are feel filled with the presence of the lord you're filled with the glory of god you're filled with his essence you're filled with his nature you get to a point where it's like you don't of course you desire to be you desire the attention but you get to a point where it's like you're ready to serve others mm-hmm. you know you get to a point where it's like oh aujourd'hui peut-être nobody minded me nobody paid attention to me but i'm okay with it and i'm content because i'm filled with the whole with holy spirit himself i have a stable relationship with the holy spirit right and that's what i was saying about don't put your friends on a pedestal because there's a void in us that only god himself can fill so when you put the holy spirit on that pedestal and you have a genuine and authentic relationship with god where you're constantly speaking with him every day and you're reading your word and you know you're you're setting that atmosphere of praise and of worship even in your work environment or at school as you're listening to preachings or whatever in your headphones what's happening here is that because you're cultivating such an authentic relationship with the lord mm-hmm. you are satisfied in the yes. lord and yes. you are content in the lord so this yes. is even for anybody who's in that season of healing like let the holy spirit pour into you and matter of fact like he desires to pour into mm. you we see that in the garden of eden with adam and eve when god yes. created adam and eve god would come at the cool of the day or the cool mm. of the night and seek Adam and Eve because we saw it when after Adam and Eve had eaten the the fruit the lord came into the garden and he was looking for Adam mm. he said hey Adam where are you where are you, where are you guys so that indi- there's an indication here that it was a regular thing where the lord would commune with Adam and Eve have a relationship with Adam and Eve. How was your day? Which animal did you name today? <laughs> How did yeah. Eve help you, Adam, today? You know, he would communicate with them. 
but because obviously of deception and everything sometimes we get we get dissatisfied with the presence of the lord for some reason unfortunately and we seek validation outside and then when we're not satisfied with the validation that we're seeking outside we project it on others mm. and when we put our friends situations relationships our career our ed- education on a pedestal of our heart we now fall short and then we get frustrated and then we start asking questions right and it becomes a vicious circle it's, it's yes <laughs> yes the whole circle yes and there's another thing that i wanted to say is that there are also those type of people that they think they they, they victimize themselves Ooh. So you are not don't don't be don't feel like you're the victim. No. Don't close up to to people and 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 just stay in your corner and just cry and think about your your whatever that happened to you or your Come situation. Out. Come out and, of it victorious. Exactly. Don't think like that. If it happened, it happened, it happened for a purpose. purpose you yeah. will figure it out by the help of the holy spirit just like gracia said the holy spirit is your friend he wants to talk to you he wants to speak to you and sometimes we think that like i said earlier the small uh, um things we think it, it, it's not important to god god wants to know how your day was yeah <laughs> he wants to know you know if you were happy how yeah. were you feeling in the inside yeah. and sometimes we think prayer is just you know you go and you scream and you no. you speak in tongues sometimes it's as easy as hi lord my day was like this i mm-hmm. did this this is how i feel mm-hmm. start like that start having a conversation with god and stop victimizing yourself exactly. whatever happened to you it's not your fault exactly and i even want to add on to those that are in the healing season right now you know like i challenge you to go to god even as you're listening to today's podcast and once you're done listening to the podcast i mean just go to god very simple like hey god here i am your child this is how i feel mm-hmm. and just let it out let it out this is how i feel this is what i'm going through what do you say well like what are your thoughts on these and i promise you he will answer yes he yes. will answer and he will make himself known and he will provide you with the like the solution he is the solution he will provide you with the healing that you need as you present it to him and i'm reassuring you that he wants to hear from you he wants yes. to hear from you you're his child um like any parent if you're listening today it's kind of like if you have kids or you your expectation is for your kids to tell you anything and everything mm. so it's the same thing with our heavenly father like he's expecting us to tell him anything and everything right and he he longs for us to open up our hearts to him because he's love yeah. and what he has available to pour into us is his love mm-hmm. so yeah <laughs> this is so beautiful i'm all in my emotions right now <laughs> i just love talking about god and oh uh, yes it's beautiful how he yes. to heal and deliver and yes and oh. you know he he not only he brings solution he is the, the solution. solution thank you oh <laughs> yes Honestly. he is the solution it's yeah. it's, it's really interesting because like if you look at it at a theological level you know the word says what that in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word mm. was god so it's like as you read the word you know 
you're reading and you're receiving revelation and you're receiving you know that oh my gosh i should just do this understand that it's like literally god telling you what to mm-hmm. do through the word of god mm-hmm. he is this i love what you said that he is the solution he is literally the solution yeah. you know they call him um jehovah rafa he is a healer. He heals the brokenhearted. Mm-hmm. You know, they call him Jehovah Jireh. You know, sometimes we find ourselves in our healing process and we're going through it and we need provision in whatever aspect of our lives. He is a provider. You know, Jehovah Nisi, he is our Lord, our banner. You may mm-hmm. find yourself as a victim, but I want to let you know today that you are victorious no matter yeah. what you go through. And he is your Jehovah Nisi, the Lord, your banner, the Lord, yeah. your victory. So he he is definitely our solution. I really love what she said there. Yes. Oof, this is beautiful. <laughs> if you believe, and I love when Jesus, every time he'll perform a miracle, he said, Go, your faith has, has healed you. you. Yeah. So if you have faith in what God said in his word, go ahead, put your head up. Yeah. You're healed. Yeah. You're healed. Yeah. It's it, faith. Faith is the thing. Faith is actually a substance. It's you're believing in something that you have not seen yet, but you know that it will come to pass, right? So today, if you're believing for healing, just believe and know that God is going to heal. Today, if you're believing for breakthrough, just believe and just know that God is going to provide you with that breakthrough um, mm-hmm. in any situation, in any area of your life. And I feel it so strongly in my heart right now. Like I'm having faith for those who are listening to us and that they feel yes. like this. I have faith that you know by this time next year all of y'all or all of us <laughs> mm, all of us girl yes we're gonna <laughs> testify of the goodness of god because des fois c'est pas des fois on complique trop les choses you know like okay yeah you know there's a time for that but there comes a time where it's like hey like with the woman with the issue of blood all she did was touch the garment of the lord and mm. she was healed instantly and she believed that if she only touches his garment she would be healed you know other people were like god god what do i do in order to enter the kingdom of heaven which is a great miracle in itself and the lord was mm. like well it's pretty simple you just need to be born again and what is the process of being born again saying mm-hmm. you know accepting jesus christ in your heart and being baptized um, yeah. by the holy spirit and being submerged underwater um through the or water bat- baptism they're very simple things but they're so powerful and significant yeah um, for our salvation and for our healing as well so don't be afraid yeah. you're going to come out of this thing victorious, victorious. yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing honestly oh i wish we could do like two hours but honestly thank you for having this conversation with us and if you guys you have any questions please i think there's a, a um an option where you can actually send your questions um don't hesitate if you want to reach out to gracia i will tag her on instagram you can straight go and talk to her she's an amazing woman of god full of wisdom and honestly i was edified i was blessed Amen. tonight i was really blessed and um do you have anything to tell to tell anybody right now if someone's asking you but i want to forgive how do mm-hmm. i go about it you know i'm still i, I i'm still a baby in mm-hmm. the things of the lord how do i go about it i just want to forgive 
I think what I would do, if you don't mind, I think I would just like say a short prayer. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Um, dear Heavenly Father, God, we just want to thank you today. And Lord, um, there may be people listening to us today um, live on the replay, maybe for the second time or third time. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that you may be the solution to everybody that's hurting today and that you may be the healer the jehovah rapha to heal those that are that have broken hearts in this moment through failed relationships or sexual abuse or mental abuse physical abuse uh, toxic families lord i don't know what it is but as my sister georgia said today that you are the solution and god i pray that you may visit your daughters your sons who may be listening to this today and that you may provide them that with the solution that they need and if there's anything that i could say lord i would say is that i don't have maybe all the solutions but what i do have is jesus christ of nazareth that i'm presenting to those that are listening to this podcast today and i pray jesus you who is seated on your throne in heaven that you may visit each and every one of us and that you may fill the void that no man or woman can fill and give us again that joy lord enable us to testify and say that i did go through it i was was downcast I was sad I was depressed but Jesus Christ of Nazareth pulled me out and healed me and I believe this will be a message or a testimony for somebody one day God mm -hmm. so Lord if there's anything that I would say today to anybody that is listening to the sound of my voice is that Jesus is alive mm -hmm. Jesus heals Jesus is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ever ask or think of and today God I ask oh father lord and I'm believing like that woman with the issue of blood who had the ability to touch oh God your garment father lord on their behalf i am touching their garment and i speak healing oh lord in their in our hearts healing in our minds healing in our emotions oh god and lord even in our pain and in our healing process i pray father lord that we may have the ability god to pour into others because holy spirit you are doing a work in us even in the secret place yes. so father lord thank you for the process thank you for the journey lord and just thank you because I know Lord that out of this conversation there will be men and women that will testify of what you Lord were able to do so we give you all the glory and honor in Jesus name amen 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 if you believe just know that God Jesus is gonna do it amen. and for those of you guys that you are not born again and you don't know how to be in our family you can just repeat after me just say lord jesus i confess my sins and i ask for your forgiveness please come in my heart as my lord and savior take complete control of my life and help me walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the holy spirit if you make that prayer just say thank you lord for saving me and for answering my prayers amen just like that welcome in the family of Christ. welcome guys <laughs> we welcome you with open arms welcome welcome virtual and hugs <laughs> yes virtual hugs yes so 
this is the end of our episode absolutely one of my favorites oh wow <laughs> it was just it was just flowing girl yes, it was just flowing yes, yes and welcome to tsg family anytime you want to share something with us the door is open thank you so yes. much thank you for the open door and mm-hmm. i believe this is the first of many yes <laughs> conversations you know it <laughs> yes ma'am alright so you guys enjoy this podcast share with your family don't forget to follow on Instagram if you need to follow Gracia will also tag her follow her and show some love and God would bless you abundantly until then goodbye goodbye bye bye